deep dive. How are you, Mr. Smith? Very good, Trent. How are you, buddy? Uh, only a week, or less than a week to go. You must be excited. I'm pretty excited. We've got six days to go. Apologies for the delay on this week's episode. I've been away and that kind of pushed things out a bit. But thank you so much for listening. Yes, that's it. Thursday week. Well, Thursday coming. That's it. We're on. Christmas Eve, as they say. Christmas Eve, exactly. We've got Carlton and Richmond, which will be a massively uh, exciting game. Uh, well, look, hopefully it's a good game. Like, that's the thing. I, everyone always says, is this the best season opener? But at the moment, probably not. But I, I don't know. But at least it's consistent. I'm 50% happy on it. Oh, yeah. As a Tiger supporter, uh, you would be. Look, we'll get a very good gauge of where Carlton are at right from the get-go. I think that's what I like about it at the, yeah. at the moment. And it's... Uh, it's like changing Anzac Day or something else. I mean, it is what it is. It started becoming a bit of a tradition, hey? So thanks yeah. so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Check out our sponsors, the fantastic Hopster Home. Hopster Home is a craft beer delivery service. Definitely worth your time checking out hopsterhome.com.au. Craft beer delivery service, fresh craft beer delivered to your door. Really interesting packs coming out this week. I'm um, looking forward to seeing what's Riding coming. Riding time for the season Ooh, opener. It's here, good. Yes. See, even they... Even they Pick the right time to I've bring been, out their, uh, their monthly packs. packs. I've been away and, and pretty busy, so I haven't even drunk through the last pack. But there's some pretty exciting stuff. A couple of saisons, couple of pale owls, IPAs. Really uh, interesting mix of different things. If you're into beer, if you know someone that's into beer, definitely check them out. We know a lot of listeners that have used them as a, a great means of giving a gift to a friend uh, or you know an old mate, whoever it is, a young mate, new mate, old mate, mate. any mate. Your boss. If you like him. If you like them. Or her. her. Yeah. yeah any, anyone. So definitely check them out on Great delivery service of fresh craft beer. We are back to this coming week as well with Beyond the Game. So we'll be doing, definitely check out Beyond the Game. Uh, Facebook page, if you type Beyond the Game in as one word, you will see their social channels on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Definitely subscribe to that for uh, video content coming throughout the year. So as if you're not uh, aware of this, we uh, teamed up with Beyond the Game last year, and we're going to be doing video content throughout the year. So basically, it's kind of like our preview episode, but we also chat about a whole bunch of different, you know, sort of stuff that's happening in the game, bits and pieces of the narrative, all that sort of stuff. So we're doing that again this year, and uh, it starts next week, next Wednesday at uh, 7.30. It'll be on yep. uh, live on Facebook and on the on the Beyond the Game Facebook, and then uh, and then yeah, we'll we'll put it up as an audio uh, format as well. So you don't have to watch it. Like if you want to watch it, you can watch it. If you don't want to watch it, you know we're pretty ugly, so it's fair enough. Yeah, we're on. Yeah, as you know, well, you might not know this might be your first time. We're on fairly basically every podcast platform you can think of. So we are. You can listen to it of. anytime, anywhere. Bingo. Bingo. So all right, straight into it. Let's have do a, it. Have a little recap of. The penultimate week of AFLW, it's pretty much yeah. sewn up um, who's going to be playing who. Uh, I think in highlights how ridiculous, once again, this conference system is. The best te- One of the best teams in the comp will probably miss out in, on finals, even though... That's the conference uh, system. Yeah, the conference system. Like Melbourne, highly unlikely to make it through to the finals, yeah. given that they've got Adelaide this week. Uh, which is a real shame because they're already a game and huge percentage above all the teams in Conference B. Yeah. So essentially, it's going to be um, A graders versus B graders. If you're not familiar with how this system works, it's the top two teams from each conference that go through. Yeah. At the moment, Adelaide are in the box seat with North Melbourne in Conference A. And Carlton and Brisbane are in the box seat for Conference B. Uh, to put some perspective into that, Adelaide and North Melbourne are on 20 points. Melbourne are on 16 points. Carlton are on 12 points for yeah, memory. Yeah, we can have a look at the ladder. Makes it so they're all game, and the percentage is at 70 or something like that. So it's a real shame that the... Well, hasn't panned out the way the AFL probably wanted we're it. We're going to need ten hours if you want to go through the ladder. Nah, so, so we won't get let, through let's that. Let's not do that. Nah, so <laughs> um, basically everything needs to go right for Melbourne to go through, and disaster for the other teams. Fremantle are still yeah. within a chance, but I would suspect Adelaide and North Melbourne, or Adelaide and Fremantle from section of Conference A, and Brisbane and Carlton from. Uh, conference B to go yeah, through. Yeah, you pro- probably think so. So a bit of a recap before we get into the happenings of the week. Uh, so the Catters lost to... Fr- this feels like 10 years ago we did the tips. 
But um, Cats uh, lost to Fremantle. I think we both tipped Frio. Frio, yeah, we thought Frio, yeah, because yeah, they've got more more at stake. Yeah, so Frio forty nine to thirteen, uh, thirty six uh, points to the Dockers. Then at Marvel Stadium, the Pies versus North. North won pretty convincingly, twenty two points, thirty one fifty three. And then the uh, Doggies, 38-39, so Melbourne by one point, which was a great game. I did get to see a little bit of that. Yeah, same. Melbourne should have won by about eight goals. They were so inaccurate early on, but yeah, it is what it is. Uh, And then Adelaide versus the Giants, 59-27. Adelaide continue being probably the most dominant team in the league. Yeah. Uh, 59-27, and then Carlton versus Brisbane, 43-27 by 16 points. So Yeah, so good win by Carlton. So, look, they, they could upset... Come finals, but I just think. Imagine it's if Carlton win the flag. Great for Carlton as a footy club, and, but yeah, can't see that happening. I think no. uh, Adelaide <laughs> streaks ahead of everyone, and as we said earlier, I think Aaron Phillips will also take out best player of the year again. That'll be the second time in three years. Yeah, you would think so. She's pretty outrageously good. Outrageously good. good. Yeah. Well, she's like, is she the best athlete in the game? I mean, really, probably. Hard to, hard to argue. I mean, she's pretty incredible. She, uh, and not only that, captain of the side, so mm. has got extra uh, pressure on her, although she probably just takes it in her stride, having been, for memory, a multi-Olympian for the Boomers. Yeah, she was. So, yeah, yeah. She's so yeah. bloody... And, and there's lots of women out there that uh, are talented in multi-sports and have competed uh, on multi-levels, uh, both nationally and internationally, so it is great that they can show class that on the AFL field now as well, and it's only going to get better from here. That's it. So let's have a look into next round. Uh, interesting round coming up for the last round of the year. So uh, the Giants and uh, the Cats, which is actually going to be on while we're recording. Uh, so that is in Canberra. So that looks like an interesting game. And then we've got Melbourne versus the Crows, uh, Freo versus North, Pies v Brisbane, and Dogs v Carlton. So let's give our tips. What do we think? The GWS Giants versus the Catters. Yeah, I think the Giants, they've still in with a very slim hope, I'm pretty sure, of getting through to the finals if they win. and The Cats are pretty big, hey? Yeah, exactly right. They're pretty tired uh, for a young team and a new team. But yeah, so the Giants for me. Yeah, I think Giants as well for me up there at home. And then Melbourne versus Adelaide? Oh... My heart wants Melbourne to win, but I'm going to have to go with Adelaide. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd like Melbourne to win, but I don't think they will. I think, I think Adelaide looked like the best team in the in the competition, competition by yeah. far, I think, almost. So I am going to go with the Crows. And then Frio v North, two very good teams. Two very good teams, and I forgot that this was a match-up for them. And could be the grand final. Well, it could be, or but... Can I, it? No, it can't. Whoever wins that oh, game actually They're goes. in different conferences. Are they? No, they're not yet. No, they're not yet. Yeah, so I'm actually uh, changing what I just said about three minutes ago. I think it'll be Adelaide. I forgot Frio were playing at home against North Melbourne, so if they win, they actually go through. So so Frio for me, um, and they'll play finals, I think. Yep, and in the Sunday game, so Pies v Brisbane. Uh, Pies, uh, Brisbane look like they're, even though they're about to play final, they think they're just capitulating at the wrong time of the season. I think Collingwood will get up and have their have a win. Doggies v Blues? Blues. Yeah. yeah. For those last two, I'm going to go... So you think Pies will win? Yeah, I think Pies might get up in that one. Uh, Brisbane have Brisbane been, got a lot to like play for. a bit for. of a basket case, hey? Yeah. So it's been too disappointing. No. Last I, week. I, then, yeah, so. I'm going to go Pies and I'm going to go Cat and... Catton, yeah, go Catton. Oh my God! All right, done and done. So, wow. so all the best for the last round of the women's before finals. Yeah, it's been ten minutes, so seven rounds is probably enough. Mad, yeah. yeah. No, just finish it pretty quick. Yep, and uh, heaps of support by the AFL. Um, good on you. In general, yeah. I mean, ultimately, I think we we both believe that this should be a lot longer, a lot more time spent into it, and uh, not have AFLX in the middle of it, not have all this garbage that goes on. I yeah, and play some games anyway. free to air. On Channel 7. Get behind it. No, there is a few, but not, not enough. No, not enough. It's not enough, yeah. Anyway, that that is uh, awful, but we can't really do much about it. And then we will talk about the finals coming into next week as well. Yeah, absolutely. Let's... Uh, we've got a lot on the agenda. Sorry to rush through that, but there's... Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. The uh, is being... Yeah. The Saints are basically on fire. So, uh, Dylan Robertson uh, is gone for the year. Uh, McCartan's had a murmur. Yeah, so um, really bad. McCartan. Yeah, has McCartan has uh, gone concussion. to hospital. Yep. Along um, with another, I can't remember the other Hanabry, one. no date. Uh, 
No date. No, no dates. No, no dates. Um, but Jack Stephen. So you better wait. Mullet Stephen. He's going to be back. He's probably back sooner rather than later. Yeah, he's so that's, running. So hopefully that's a good sign for his mental state. Now Carlisle it's a matter of whether. Yeah. Yep. Coach, teacher, yeah. teacher, on the side of death as a coach. Which is not a good sign. It's so embarrassing, this whole thing. Like, because he's obviously going to get sacked. Yeah. Like, it's almost... Like, I'd be so surprised if he makes this through this year. Yeah, it's very tough and unfortunate. I mean... He needs to win, like, nine or ten games. That's not going to happen. No, he needs to win... And needs to win games early in the season, too, just to take the pressure well, off. Uh, can I just... Look, like, I was so... I looked at this the other day. So, we haven't really done this so much with teams because it, it is what it is, and... There's always surprises. Like, so through the, I guess the, to highlight it, through the, all the previews, we haven't really kind of, you know, gone through round by round by round because it, it, even how deep do you go? How many rounds do you do? One team could turn out to be really good that we thought was terrible. Yeah. That's the thing you just don't know. But We're not doing this full time. It's not a paid gig. No, no. But the Saints particularly, let, let's talk about this. So round one, right? So let's just have a look at a little bit of this. So St Kilda play the Gold Coast Suns at Marvel Stadium. Jeez, the AFL have been nice to them, haven't they? Imagine if they lose that game. But Which let, is possible. Let's say, let's say, well, apparently the Suns are going to play 10 debutants. Well, they have to. No, I know, but that's still incredible. That like is it's, incredible, that, that, yeah. it's, it's like four above the previous record. Like, it's not even close. Way up. <laughs> so anyway, that's another that's another thing. <laughs> so, uh, Sainers, I think, let's say they win that game, right? So they start okay. And then they've got Essendon at, at Eddie Hayes. They'll lose that game. As if they're going to win that game. They're not going to get close. No. Not a sniff. Yep, so they're one and one. Uh, then they've got Fremantle at home. As in Fremantle's home. And even Fremantle looking bad with injuries and whatnot. Well, they've still but got... They've still, they've Jesse got, Hogan, they've well, still picked Fife, up... Well, Fife will be... Fife will definitely be back by round three. Even, he's yeah. saying he's going to be back by oh, round one, but even if he's not... Yeah, they're not... They don't... Nah. No. They lose that. They'll so probably lose that game, so they're one and two. Uh, then the Saints have got the Hawks at Eddie Howe. I can't see them being them. Can't see that happening. Uh, then they've got Melbourne at the MCG. We'll they'll get, get that'll absolutely be, pants. That'll that be the game. first hundred point. That'll be the first easy dead yet. Yeah. So that that's on um, for me. I, I think that's very very on. And then we've got the so they got Melbourne and then they've got let's have a look here Adelaide. And Eddie had though. And still Adelaide. Adelaide, Adelaide are gonna be, they're yeah. going to be good this year. Yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, absolutely. Of and after the JLT of. Yeah, the they, they're going to be actually quite good this year. I think they figured it out. So I think, yeah, that that's probably a loss. Yeah. So, so they've won probably maybe two games they've won. I mean, probably certainly one, but maybe two at, at best. At, at best. At absolute best. And could possibly be zero. Is it in five? They could be. Now, then they've got the Giants in Canberra. Never going to happen. Well, no one wins there, really. The Giants are they're better off the they bus, turn that. They're better off the bus breaking down and not getting to the game on time. That's true. Then they've got the Eagles at Eddie Hat. They'll lose that game. Yep. Don't rock up to that. Uh, then they've got the Pies at the MCG. So that's Ratten's warming himself up against the fire. I'm going to be a coach again. Yeah, I think I'm that's... Round nine is, is when the blood will be in the water because I think yeah. they will have won probably two games by that stage. And two and six is not great. And they'll that, that day, I think they'll get absolutely pantsed. Like, I, I, I yeah. think that's going to be... I think, I think the Pies will win by like 70 plus points. Yeah, I think they're going to have multiple... By that stage, three, maybe four... Ten goal defeats well, next to their name. Like they're the good, they're, even if they've won one or two games, the percentage is going to be in the sixties. Sport has a funny way of doing this, so I could see them beating like an Essendon or something like that, just as a surprise. And then I could see them beating Gold Coast and then losing all of those games and then getting pantsed by Collingwood, right, and Melbourne. And then in round ten, they've got the Blues. Oh, now come up for a win. But, but this is the thing. Like, sport does have a funny it way does. of drawing this stuff out. And you could see this being that they have to win this game. Like, the media really running this narrative. They have to win this game or, or that's it. Like, mm. completely pushing that and forcing the board to do something. And I reckon Carlton win that game by, like, two points. I reckon it's, it's, a, it's a disaster. Yeah, something absolutely crazy. So, happens. pencil that in, listeners. Yeah, so round... We're calling round, it weeks out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Round 10, Carton. Well, they get a bit of reprieve. They tie the last little <laughs> bit of the noose. Even if they win against Carlton, right? Then they've got um, Port in just, China. Just get... Oh. Which is... A, it's tough to win in China. It's a long way. It's a long way from A lot Saint of smog. 
It was a very long way. It was a long way from Port Adelaide too. That's very true. Anyway, anyway so we get we it's not digress. But yeah, the point is the that Saints. I mean, clearly they're not going to be very good. But particularly with that start, I see them only winning two or three games, maximum, maximum, maximum between now then and the bye, really. Which is between then and Jonah, which is not great. Not great at all. And that's the real marker, the Jonah game. And unfortunately, they can't get people like Canterbury back anytime soon because of injury. Which isn't a surprise. I don't know why they picked him up. Yeah. Let's maybe, be honest. Maybe they thought they could do what so many, I don't know, successful teams have done with injured players. It uh, feels like, you know, those people it's that... It's like a would, black hole down there in Moorabbin, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. like you go in there and the ghosts of Christmas has Christmas past come past. out and come and... Ghost of Norway Lenny Hayes everything. comes out. Oh, they need Ghost of Lenny Hayes. Yeah. They could do <laughs> with right. about 20 Lenny Hayes, I reckon. Uh, anyway. So let's talk about a few other things. Yeah. So yeah, Sainer's not looking very good. McCartan, uh, yeah, it's okay. all, all really good. Both McCartans, can't believe his brother as well. What happened to his brother? Same thing. Concussion as well, I'm pretty You're sure, kidding. from Sydney. Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't say that. Uh, Danaher is going to miss six weeks. What do we think about that? I'm not surprised. No, I, I don't think... know why they rushed him back into the preseason. Well... I don't think they. But, I think they thought syndesmosis was was all good. Yeah, uh, not ideal. And so he's going to miss six weeks. They reckon they they think he's going to miss at least six rounds, not so, just six weeks from now. Yeah, six rounds. So yeah, look, I, mean, I think they can still cover him. I think like Essen is still going to be hard to beat. It's just not ideal to have arguably one of the most talented players going around not on the field. I just what I, I'm disappointed about. I'd love seeing, especially big forwards that can take pack marks and. Yeah, he's I, I was going to say kick goals, but he, he's he's more like Nick Rewalt in that sense. Mm. No offense. So they've got the Giants. Well, they got the Giants. They've got uh, where am I? They have. They're going to be tested. Yeah, absolutely. But they, I think their midfield's just so deep now. Giants, Saints, Giants, Saints, D's, Sydney. Yeah, oh, I don't know. Two and two. I, yeah, I reckon they might. Yeah, it's tough. Hey. I, to be honest, I still think Essendon are going to be a serious player. This year. Oh yeah, I do too. I don't think they need Danaher to no. be up there, but it is yeah disappointing that he's um, out for uh, another lengthy period of time. And probably the biggest news, certainly of t- well certainly of today, but I think with to be honest, in the last you know four or five days, uh, at least since we recorded, is uh, our man uh, Dal Morris ACL. ACL, yeah, again. <sighs> unfortunately, horrible. unfortunately, horrible. sorry, mate. Get- Time to retire. I don't like to say that with a very, very wow. heavy heart, but look, it's uh, one of those things. He's one of the generals, one of the seniors. He's up there with our old mate E.T. at Hawthorne called Burgoyne. Been around forever. Mm. Um, not E.T. Um, Yoda, sorry. Oh, my Yoda. Yeah, I, so I, I love him. Poor guy. Poor guy. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. not a good way to go out. No, I mean, and I, again, it makes, makes, makes for another hard start to the year. The Doggies as well. They already had um, a number of senior players not going to be ready for round one, and we'll get into it in more detail when we talk about them. But this is yeah, not, not ideal. Uh, much loved player across the board. I, think, I don't think he's got any enemies out on the field. Everyone says how competitive he is. I remember how good he was against some of the all-time stars. In the like, he, he used well, to that, take he used to, to take honest, Franklin well, one out of the, every game. Yeah, I mean to be honest, one of the one of the all-time great grand final moments is his tackle on Buddy. Like that that is was unbelievable. unbelievable like, yeah, watching that live was absurd. So anyway, let's hope he uh, somehow plays on. But I, I mean, he's obviously just come back from an ACL and done. Now he's done another ACL. You'd think almost certainly that's that's um, that's biscuits. But who knows? He's done two. Sorry, done two. And what is he, 36? I think he's 36. Hang on, let me check. Burgoyne's 36, so he must be 34 going 35 this year. Yeah, he can't be 36. So that's, yeah. So that's no, he is 36. Oh, he is 36. He okay. is, I was going to say, I swear I read yeah. that today. I'm so, 36. So, yeah, that's it's going to be tough for him to get back, but I mean, if anyone's going to, it's going to probably be him. He's pretty uh, resolute and he's done it before. So he's I hope. Great. Hopefully he does um, get back at some point uh, and play a season or half a season to um, go out in the way he deserves. Yeah. But wait and see. So. 252 games, far out. Three goals in that whole time. Oh, he's got to come back and kick at least three or four in one game. Just to get the numbers Just up. to get numbers up, yeah. So, no, nah, that's, yeah, it's pretty sad news. And obviously, as I said before, just adds to um, a list of 
senior players at the doggies that aren't going to be around for the first round or actually the first month by the looks of it for a number of them. Old mate Carlton, so another thing, old mate Carlton from uh, Mr. Sam Rowe is now playing for the Saints. Because of this new rule, they've been able to pull somebody in there from the, the rookies because of the whole situation with old mate Robertson. So, that's good news for Saints? So who it's good news for? Sam Rowe. It's probably good news cat for his wallet. Yeah. I don't know if it's... Yeah. I don't know really what to talk about. He's not no. a very good player. Interesting. Uh, you can get a game of Carlton. That, no. that kind of says so a lot. It says a lot, doesn't it? It's pretty pretty loud, what it says. Exactly. So, and uh, <laughs> what, what else did we... What else? Let's get on to something more uh, uh, joyous. Uh, uh, 2.30 grand final. Been taking the... Well... It is joyous, but I think there's a, a darker edge to this story, which is mm. that we were taken for a ride again this year. So there was the conditioning of, you know, are we going to be putting it at night? Is it going to be at night? It's going to be at night. Nah, nah, last minute. You know, nah, nah, just nah, turn nah. the wheel last second. Nah, 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 nah. We'll be fine. Sucked in, boy bull. Sucked in. It's pretty annoying because it, it, it seems annoying. that they're clearly trying to get us ready for a night grand final and every year they back down. So Either I, they're I, trying I, to piss off the support or they, base. Or, or they use it as a way to fill media time before the season starts. So you know the AFL do this. Right as the crickets, like if something's interesting happening, they'll drop a massive bomb. Oh, they, yeah, this so happens every year. Every single smoke year. Smoke and you reckon? Yeah, I'm serious. Every year they drop these massive stories. True. Right at times that stuff with the... NRL or the um, or the you know, Cricket Australia or whatever. And there hasn't been any malicious stuff happened in the preseason, so no, we're going to have to come up with stuff, aren't they? With two incidents, there wasn't really much else. No, nobody gives a stuff about him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably true. Yeah, so but there was no really bad news coming out. Been no, quite, a, quite really. a quiet off season, really, hasn't it? No psychotic, psychotic, psychotic stuff that we uh, in a good way. Ben yeah. Cousins hasn't made the headlines. Well, he did briefly. He was charged again. Again? What, recently? Or we're Stalking about again. No, I'm oh. serious. In the last few weeks. Well, I missed that one. Mm. Um. I didn't bring it up. Well, I mean, it's not much to say. I think, we no. very, I think we might have very briefly spoken about it, but what do you say? It's Ben Cousins. <laughs> it's a bit awkward, poor it's old It's a bit mate. awkward, yeah. Uh, he's got to stop stalking people, let's be honest. That would be good. Yeah, stop that. And stop it. That and drugs. Not it's terrible. Yeah. Bad, Dealing bad drugs, combos. Bad. bad. Uh, also, something that really blew up. Again, this is always one of the conversations that happens in the preseason uh, before games start as well. There was a whole lot of conversation around the new rules. Uh, people were saying that the runner thing is a disaster. Um, you know, the double 50 is a disaster, blah, blah, blah. Look, I think we're really going to reserve talking about this much until we've actually seen it in a proper game. I'll be honest. I'll, oh yeah, personally, I, 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 I don't know about you. We, I we, we never agree. talk. We don't. We don't speak a word about what we're going to say before we start recording. And to be honest, I. I what do you reckon? I think it's a waste. It's also been days since then. Anyway, now, well, now, it's, enough, now it's dropped. I haven't off. seen enough live games to say whether I think that they're good for the game or not. On the surface, I think the it seems okay. The, the yeah. six 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 rule is going to be good for the game from a spectator view and yeah. I think it's actually going to reduce injuries I think the new 50 metre thing here and all there it was meant to it's not great it was meant to introduce well it's not there great there were some very bad moments, moments with it, but, yeah. I, but that said I, I think I want to reserve as we've said about a range yeah, of things reserve. I think we reserve judgement until we've seen it in a proper game absolutely and as, as for the runners I said it before I all these other players, I said, bring more. Have 20 of them. But I was being facetious. <laughs> <laughs> I so, thought you were being real when you said that. Yeah, I was like, what the hell is I, do, I don't know enough about the actual specifics around the, the runners and what they can and cannot do anymore. Um, I think this p- pace of the what game... What they've done is minimise them coming on. They don't want them... The, the short of it is yeah. the AFL doesn't want them coaching. And there was time throughout last year where teams were using runners to affect games. Yeah, of course. And they were, it was absolutely being pushed to the edge. And there was, you know, it came out, I think, maybe earlier this week or late last week. I can't remember. It's all blurring into one. But I did read that someone, like, quite high up in the AFL, I can't remember who, was saying that there was a club last year that had runners on that they counted for, like, 17 minutes in a game that was, like, clearly affecting the game. Yeah, Not only just silly. coaching, but getting in the way. So yeah, that part I get, it. and look, it might hinder. I think as, they need to minimise them. Yeah, but yeah, 
I think it'll hinder the development of younger players initially, but in the long run, I think it'll be better for those younger players because they'll have to think out there for themselves. They'll start having to open their peripheral vision, start to understand the game uh, better by themselves. So, I, yeah, look, I'm agreeing with you. I mm. think it's round six, seven, eight, that's when we'll get a better idea of what these rules are doing and yeah, what I, we think about them. I think right now is a bit of a waste to go yeah. through too much. So Wait and see. Uh, no Essendon in a captain's day. Yeah, Mr. They, Hebel had the biscuit out of town. He had, he had something on, on haircut, the Haircut, maybe? Did he have a haircut uh, appointment? Or? I don't really understand what he had. Had to take Joe somewhere? Oh, poor mate Joe. Poor mate Joe. Who knows? I, <laughs> poor mate Joe. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of ridiculous that he wasn't there for the photo. No, he's a, for the photo? He's the captain and obviously... Oh, hang on. Talking about captains, we were talking about last week when Hawthorne got to announce their captain all the other week. And your teams, have they finally... Announced theirs because I noticed that they yeah, had announced. It was only in the last few days then. I thought that was announced ages ago. No, they were the last team to actually announce their leadership group. I didn't know that. I thought who Richmond. So long. I think it's just everyone just went. Ah, oh, it'll be Cochin and uh, the same people again. Uh, maybe they haven't announced it. No, they would have had to before today. Well, who was at the who was at the thing? It's got to be Koch, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. there's old mate Koch. It's there Koch. He is. Yeah. yeah all right. There you go. But I thought it was funny. I thought we'd done that weeks ago, to be honest. I didn't even realise. That's how blase we get about um, a quality team. So, no, oh, they'll keep the same people. Yeah. Which I'm assuming Richmond have as well. Something anyway, interesting so I thought pretty good. that could be done as well was there was the captains gave tips as to, you know, who they think's going to win different things. And we yeah. will give our our uh, objectives next week and opinions around who's going to win the grand final, Brownlow medal, Coleman, all that sort of stuff. But so uh, there was a few questions asked. So which seven other clubs do you think can make the eight this year? So this is the thing. So they, you know, they basically, who is, you know, right up guaranteed. So Melbourne, West Coast, Richmond, Collingwood, which seems pretty, you think they're almost certainly going to make the eight. They'd be pretty incredible. I don't, think there'd, be, the I don't think there'd be a football fan out there that wouldn't expect those four teams, especially, to be there again. This so year. only the Gold Coast captain said that he thinks Gold Coast can make the eight. It's pretty funny. Only, only one person. Uh, in St Kilda as well. Only St Kilda was there. Like, it's not listed, but there's no number, which means that only one person, which I'm assuming that one was the captain... Of the Gold Coast Suns. No, I don't think they can. I don't they think can't they vote, vote for themselves. For themselves. Well, well, then zero. Zero, yeah. <laughs> and St Kilda, zero. Yeah, they because uh, they've got 17 up there. So every captain has obviously said that. Yeah, but. No, I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> still some, awkward. But, but someone thinks. No? Yeah, Brisbane. Brisbane. Three ca- captains think Brisbane are going to play finals. Well, That's, one of them would be Brisbane. It's interesting. And then who are the two others? That's the question. Someone that likes Hodgie, obviously. Yeah, probably a Hawthorne. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it is pretty funny to read through. Yeah. Um, in terms of, you know, they've picked Paddy James. It's pretty obvious. They've picked very obvious things like, you know, Kennedy for the Coleman. Like, that. what a surprise. Um, you know, who will win Brownlow Medal, Paddy Dangerfields, you know. No, he's not. I don't think he's I don't think win. he's going to either. No, I don't think he'll win either, no. Uh, 11 captains said that Sam Walsh will win the AFL Rising Star. That's... Pretty heavy. The, the amount of like pressure put on this guy it feels like Judd all over again, and and Murphy and all these guys. Yeah. So I mean, obviously he's a clear standout because he's the only one. He has. He looked very good. Very but, good. But I mean, who knows? Who knows? It's but more saviour talk from Carlton, which is what's concerning. Yeah. So anyway, but they, anyway, they uh, they're afraid to have their say, just like we are. Yeah. Well, we've had we've said some interesting things, and uh, I'm sure we're going to say some interesting things about the last three teams. We have come so up. <laughs> let's let's get into Sydney. So, um, if you weren't listening last year, Sydney supporters did not like us at all. With no, our through the season they did, but we did our season reviews on on Beyond the Game, and, and yeah, we, we we basically said that we thought Sydney won't make the eight next year. Yeah, and, and people went absolutely psycho. Yeah, and nothing's changed. It didn't my, go over well. From no. my point of view, I think they're, they're going to be hard to beat, which I said last time as well. I just think they lack the outside pace um, to go with the better teams throughout the year. I think they'll upset some teams, don't get me wrong. Yeah. And obviously, there's still a cloud under Buddy. I think there's still a reliance on Buddy to make so much to money score. 
um, their their goals. And no, Hanenbury, not that he was there much last year, but he struck held their structure and, and took a bit of pressure off Kennedy and a few of the others. But they've got some great players, Florent. Um, obviously, uh, Naismith's more than capable ruckman. I think the new rules will help him when he gets back from injury. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Callum Mills back. Look, they're, they're going to be no easy beat, but yeah, I think it's going to be a tough season for them. And I think they're, they're going to struggle to finish in the eight this year. Yeah, exactly. So I think ultimately, for, for me, I'm just not convinced by their kids. I think Buddy is an incredible player, obviously. I think they've got some serious depth in sections of the ground. It's concerning that they're basically going to have to play Isaac Heaney as a permanent forward because it would be much better off if they had the depth to use him as a swinger. Um, I think Menzel can, can definitely add to that. But, but he's got to get free of injury too. So. He's got to get free of injury. And as much as I think the pressure on him to... Uh, you know, this whole notion of, oh, well, he's not defensive enough... As much as that's... Oh, I did say last year that I thought that was a bit over the top. I still think it's a problem. Like, it's not It's not like it's not an issue. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's, it's not a problem at all. Because, but let's be honest, I mean, Buddy will chase and defend, but it's not a natural instinct for him. So no, they've, got, they've got two forwards that are the attacking mindset that's two less people in their forward line that can help keep it in. So it is a bit of a... Um, concern. Although I haven't seen a lot of him, but uh, there's big props on young Blakey, and mm. so if he's got a, a bit of a um, defensive mindset, that will help. Obviously, um, Mills and um, Isaac Heaney. Get Mills back, yeah. yeah, and Isaac Heaney when they're forward, they do put some pressure on on the on the ball when it's on the ground and whatnot. So look, we'll wait and see. And but again, they. So hard they've still to got judge. some stars. Like they've still got Parker and, and, and Kennedy. Yeah, and they've got Reed back, so that helps a lot as yeah, well. Yeah, and I think Papley can improve. You know, like I think, I think you know, Rampy as well, I, we, we think is vastly underrated. You know, old mate Ronk, if he can really step up as well. You know, you look at Sinclair. Like, Jones. You know, he, he was okay. Like, yeah. that's the thing. They actually have some good players. Uh, old mate Kurt Ticket and... Oh, yeah. But... Oh, Ticket. Old mate Ticket. <laughs> Um, but no, but ultimately, I'm just I just don't think they have enough pillars. Like they're they're some they're one of those teams that I think can definitely do some damage throughout the year, as, as you were saying. But are they going to seriously challenge for the flag? No, I, I can't see that at all. No, I can't see that at, at all. all. And then and what happened last year at the SCG? And this is spe- su- being susceptible at your home ground, which was a fortress for such a long time. Yeah. Uh, whether that's in been ingrained in some of those young players that it's not as formidable for teams now as it once was. Mm. Is that going to play a part? Who knows? But yeah, look, it's... um, Sydney always... I mean, everyone beats them down. Like, they have been for the last eight, ten years and Mm. they somehow end up making finals. I guess a little bit like Geelong and Hawthorne now. They're on on the slide just because they're an ageing team, obviously. Mm. Their senior players have uh, held the fort for such a long time mm. and the kids still rely and lean on those players to get them out of sticky situations, to lead from the front. And I think Sydney, while they're not going to bottom out, I just think next 12, 18, probably next 24 months, that's going to be that real transition. So those kids, once they get to 100 games, the older hand, most of them will have retired. Yeah. And there'll be a bit more of a balance there and there won't be... Uh, so much pressure for um, probably a handful of players to take on those leading roles. There's going to be a spread of maybe 10 or 12, and we'll probably see that over the next couple of years. Yeah, that's it. So, look, ultimately, I think Sydney, yeah, we we both think that Sydney are going to be a dangerous side, but they, they just don't have the depth. I, 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 can't I, I think as much as, you know, I think McVeigh, as an example, it probably deserves another year you know, if he drops off a bit more, like, it, it really starts to... That's the concern, is there are a few players that I'm just not concerned are going to be much better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, I, I just don't... They don't improve the team from last is year. Is Kieran Jack going to be a better player? I, I, I don't... I, no, you would say that they're more likely surely to Surely he's going to taper off. And they're more likely to be the players that need um, to be managed throughout the season because they are older. So yeah. you've got four, five, six players like that in a, in a, yeah. in a team. And I, as Bloody much tough. as they want to get up as Sydney supporters, like I, for me, like as an example, just to make it really clear, I, like 
Uh, for them to really be a serious contender and really spreading it through the ground, I think Aaliyah, Blakely, Clark, Dawson, well, Florent definitely, Cunningham, you know, even, you know, like this is the thing, like all these guys, Hewitt, um, and, and obviously, you know, McCartan as well, all these guys are going to have to seriously improve. And I just don't see that coming. I, I have, I don't, I don't have the, the proof in front of me. No. Um, and, and, they, and, and they have to have their best 22 to 25 regularly available. Yeah. I don't think they bat deep enough. Is Heath Grundy going to be a better player? I love Heath Grundy. Oh. I think he's one of the most underrated players in the AFL over the last 10 years. He's fantastic. But he couldn't but, keep his body together last year. Now he's another year older. That's so. the thing. They're all a year older. Like yeah. that, That's the concern. Like I'm not saying it out of, out of uh, you know... Well, it's not out of spite or anything like that. <clears> I have we're... no spite. No. I lived in Sydney. I love I love watching the team up there. We went up and saw them all the time. They're, they're an amazing side. I love the culture. But look, I, I'm... I'm still also very concerned around their offensive style. I think... They never really quite worked out last year how this is going to work. You know, they've got this incredible forward, but at the same time, they've never quite worked out the pieces around him. No. And, and that we, we made the comments throughout the year last year that at times they were too buddy conscious and, and they lost games. But then there were times where they were too buddy conscious and they won games. But that only works against certain teams. That's the thing. They need to figure out when to switch it. There are teams like a North, for example, that Buddy just owns. Yeah. Like there are certain teams where it actually makes better sense to be conscious of him and, and just let him kick seven or eight and let him just dominate and, and just put so much pressure on and, and you know give him a few assists as well out to his team and just let him absolutely tear the game apart. Yeah. But there are certain teams... Like Melbourne, for example, where that would be much more difficult. Absolutely, and that's or, or when Richmond as well. Like there's like some of the top, well, particularly like basically the more talented teams. Absolutely, you know, West Coast when, would be very difficult. To and do. that's when you bring him up on a wing. McGovern, and they've got so many good big tall defenders. Yeah, so that you, makes it anyone that's got proper tall timber that can move, which obviously is bloody hard to find. But it is a lot of talent in the AFL, and there's a, there's a good four or five clubs that do have enough of that. Even Adelaide to some degree. Like there's definitely absolutely. like that makes it harder. So that, that they've does. got to work out when to switch that. Flick the switch on that game, and they can do that. They can put um, an Isaac though, but put an Isaac Heaney down there to put that mismatch. He lights it up, and then and who's who? Name a team that's got a wingman that can go with Buddy. Well, that's the thing, and he can do that all day. And that's it. And that's the thing. Well, they play him in a more of a rewalt later part. Both all Richards as well. Yeah, Richard later part of his year. Yeah, they're all freak runners. So that's the thing. Like I don't know. For me, ultimately, I'm I'm just concerned about their ability to. This this younger group and a lot of those guys I mentioned before, Ronk's another one as well. Like these guys, their ability to flick the switch to changing game plans within the game, and that's something that's really difficult to teach. Absolutely, and it's something that, that that's very difficult to put into practice. And they've lost Hanbury and Rampy, so a couple of key Mature players, voices. Are, players and that Rowan have been there. Well. Rowan, so no, no Rampy, no, Rampy's sorry, not Rampy, yeah. um, Rowan, yeah, sorry, Rowan, yeah, yeah Rowan to Geelong, and no, yeah, yeah. so Rampy and uh, and so, uh, Hanbury. So. For me, I've got them. Mid table, I think, and maybe sneak in the mid eight. They could sneak in the eight, but I, I, I'll be honest. Given how many teams are, are going to get make the bloody eight, yeah, they're ten to twelve to me for me at the moment. Yeah, I, I reckon they're going to be close. Now I could see them finishing ninth. I think they're going to be kind of eight to ten for me. I, yeah. I, I, I think they're going to be a bit better than that. I think you know any list with Franklin on it's going to be pretty good, but that's just not how the game works anymore. Do you know no. what I mean? And we don't know. We haven't seen him on the field yet, so wait, wait and see. I'll uh, obviously I, I might change that between now and we do our early season or preseason ladder prediction. But yeah, they're not in the eight for me at this stage. No, and and, and the reality is that you know with with Franklin, they've got to work out which players are his better you know, helpers in terms of, of of being up forward as well. It's not even just in terms of style and when to flick game plan. They've got to work out. Is is, is it Ronk and um and, and, and Heaney or is it, is it Florin Heaney? Like they've that's the thing, they've really got to I know that you can do a few different mixes at times and you need to mix it up, but they need to work out what works best and I don't I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. And that's the problem. So, yeah, I mean, Sydney you could really go into quite a bit. There's a lot to talk about. I hope uh, Ollie Florent, someone that I would, you know, out of their list is someone that I would really like to see. Um, yeah, I reckon it's going to yeah, be a break. I, I, I think, think it's his breakout year. 
I think he, he strikes I think me as going to be that really, be... really good and make a massive impact for them. Yeah, I think he's someone that could be a real breakout. Um, their ruck situation concerns me a little bit as well. I mean, so Naismith is injured at the moment, and the reality is they're going to be relying on Sinclair quite a bit. That that's a bit of a concern. And Sinclair's a good player, but I mean, how good is he going to be? Yeah, it'd be it'd be very handy for him uh, when he gets back. Uh, that's Naismith back for Sinclair. Although yeah. apparently Aliri held himself fairly accountable last weekend. Not so much in actual ruck duel, but around the ground he was able to bring that defensive pressure around the ground. So look, he could not ideal, but uh, yeah, again, it's been like that for a while in Sydney, hasn't it? Tippett didn't really help out in the ruck that much. Oh, my ticket, yeah. Uh, so let's keep moving. So that's that's Sydney. So do we see them? I guess so. Last year they finished six. Do we see them going up, down? No, they're down the for same? me. No, they're down for me. I think they'll be a little bit down. Yeah, I, I I could still see them just making the eight, but I think they will be a little bit down. Uh, let's move into the Eagles. So the premiers from last year, obviously finishing uh, pretty high on the ladder and getting their hoodoo uh, done in uh, Melbourne, and then going on to win the flag, which was amazing. And then finishing on top of the JLT ladder. On my JLT, um, obviously they lose, uh, they lose Lysa, but then they've got um, Lob coming in. I know Lob went to Freo, Freo. so they've got look, old mate Vardy. He's going to be okay. They've got some okay pieces. Yeah, it doesn't Um, matter. It doesn't matter when Kelly. Oh yeah, hang on. They've got Vardy and everyone around him. Like he's just gotta be competitive in the ruck. That's all he's gotta do. He doesn't need to Nick win. Nat. Nick Nat comes back. Gaff comes back. Uh although they um was it Dom Sheed, I think got Sheed, in, yeah. got injured on the weekend, so it's a little bit of a blow. Look, West Coast look all class again. Um yeah, a couple of players went out uh at the end of last year or Matt Lysette was the main one, but that's fine. They know that Nick Nat, and he probably knew when Nick Nat came back, it was going to be hard for all three of them to have that. And now he takes on probably number one rock roll. I love uh, West Coast have just got <clears throat> dominance on every line, so it's only, going to, be in, in, yeah. it's only going to be injury or grand final uh, premiership hangover that's going to stop them. But they don't look like they've got a hangover at all. Obviously, no. uh, everyone's learnt uh, certain ways of dealing with. Expectation after yeah, the premiership. I think will be pretty smart on it. Hey? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be a team that I'm obviously going to watch a lot more of this year after seeing what they did last year. Mm. Very exciting side of team. They're, they're not too offensive. They're not too defensive. I think they've just got such a good balance and mm. good to watch. And it'll be interesting. I'm really interested to see how Gaff returns after uh, what was fairly. Uh, arduous um, second part of the year mm. with what happened to him which I go into we all know about it yes that's true uh, yeah look I, I don't know I think look for me they're going to be top four um, they're definitely going to be top eight but I think they'll definitely be top four I'm a little bit concerned around a few players Shannon Hearn's pretty old now is he really going to come back and back it up again there's a couple of little concerns uh, I think it's yeah, losing like I said, I think will probably be be hurt. Like there'll be some pain as a result of that. But that said, I still think they're going to be incredible. They have so much depth. Like it's 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 in every section of the ground. You know, I, I still see Shuey becoming a better player, which is pretty outrageous. Yeah. I still see Yo becoming Yo, a better player. Better player. Um, yeah. Look, I mean, and really better player. Yeah, offensively they look. Really, really good as well. I mean, the reality is they've still got probably the, they've got almost the best forward in the game in Kennedy. Um, you know, he's playing in the buddy era, but he's he's obviously it's definitely the hardest, amazing. one of the hardest to defend because he he's um, running and he's his leading uh, ability is and it, coupled with his body, it, it's so hard for defenders to to go with him. But he's yeah. but he's a bit easier because uh, in the sense that. He doesn't run in a, in a way that Kennedy does. It, it's a bit more predictable. Uh, he doesn't have a chop out either in Sydney's forward line. There's not another key forward. So with West Coast, they've got um, old mates. Just had a mind blank. They're on the key forward. Darling. Darling. So not only does 
Well, he looked amazing. There was there was a period there for about eight or nine weeks where he looked like the best forward in the game. Like if he wasn't, he was top three. Well, he loved not having Kennedy around for some of them. Well, that's the thing. But I don't know. Yeah, well, that's that. Still, that drop mark was incredible. But mm-hmm. I, I really like people like Duggan, and there's a whole bunch of these guys that you know, even Hickey as well, that you don't hear much about. That that I I really rate. Marston, I think, can be a serious player. But there's a few concerns. Like they, they obviously miss Gaff a little bit earlier on in the season. But yeah, ultimately, I think they're still going to be a very very good side. And then you know, McGovern, you can man an argument; he'll be better as well, which is crazy. I mean, he's he's such a good player. Um, Redden for me I think can seriously improve Rioli you know Liam well, thing, Ryan as well, I mean, well Red, Redden got his first real taste of regular senior footy last yeah. year and flourished in it so yeah I agree I think he's going to have a um, another great year and, and he'll probably start as one of their key midfielders while Gaff's out and that's that's a ridiculous thing they can just rotate right through from half back through the half forward line with their mids Shepard as well is someone I think that could... Yep. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Shepard as well, I think, is someone that could seriously lift this year as well. Yeah, I there's more upside There's more upside to West Coast this year than downside. Well, that's the thing. They finished in second position and won the flag. I mean, like, and, and it, what's crazy is it looks like they could be better. Yeah, they get Nick back. <laughs> and, and others too. And they're, others, they're missing yeah. others throughout the final series too. No, get Gaff, Gaff back. back. yeah, way off. <laughs> Who was arguably... Favorite best, for Brandlow. Well, he was starting to bring the wing back. Like, he was becoming like a proper old-style winger that was just dominating. Racking. Um, well, we both thought... When le- that, lots when of he, leather poisoning, well, and, as I was and, saying. And punching people. Like, when, when he went out, we thought this was all, was this this was it. Yeah. Like, that, we both thought this... This, this could this, collapse. Because we were, like, quite early on th- saying that we thought the Eagles could win the flag. But a good midway through the season, it felt like this was on. Yeah. Not right. ideal. Not ideal. Not ideal losing but those then, guys. But then they then did Then Yo and Shuey and Red and all these other guys just picked lifted. up, lifted, and yeah, and obviously went on Shep. to win a fairly yeah. famous and uh, entertaining grand final last year over the Pies. That's it. So do we think Eagles finish second? Do we think they're going to go up, down, or about the same? Bloody tough, isn't it? Um, I think if you finish top four and you're top four again, it's the same in my eyes. It's, 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 there's something about finishing top four, whether they finish yeah. second again. I think they'll finish third for me. So yeah. I think I, for me, we'll, we'll put up our ladders next week. But I, I think um, well, I won't say the order. No, yet, but yeah. I think Melbourne and Richmond are going to finish. Their above top them. four, their top four for me, like you, uh, I can't see them not playing finals, and very unlikely not to finish top four. They play so many games at home, so they might lose one of them. Yeah. So uh-huh. and well, and they know how to win in Melbourne and. And they're going to beat probably every other team, bar Adelaide at home. Like, yeah, I just see them winning too many games not to finish top four. Let's uh, move into the last team. So into the Doggies, got through all 18 teams. Oh, my dogs. So the Doggies, uh, not a great, well, pretty no. much no good time since the uh, Grand Final win. No. Uh, it hasn't been great. Let's, what do you think? So Doggies obviously didn't do very well last year, finished 13th. Uh, they only won eight games throughout the whole year. And Morris out is not good. Lost Roughhead. Lost Roughhead. Lost Bo- Dalehouse. Lost Dalehouse. Boyd not probably looking great. Great. Boyd, long-term injury, indefinite. Um, who else is on their list? Uh, Johannesson yeah. is still weeks away. I um, think dogs are going to be pretty much... I think I see them Liam, pick, Liam picking well, still certainly indefinite. Bottom, yeah, I, they're not going to make the eight. I'd be really shocked to see them make the eight. I, I, this team has just completely lost its identity, and I just don't have. And they've lost all the attitude they have, all all the aggression that they have. I, I just don't see it turning around and becoming a different thing. I yeah, really absolutely. And I mean, obviously, they've got some some star players in, in Marcus Bond and Pally and uh, Liam Pick, and when he's obviously when he comes back. McRae, uh, obviously, but he's resigned. Yeah, I saw that, which is some good news. Didn't hear it's, much about that. There's no, yeah, um, which is fun. Well, I think so that's where I guess that's where where, where they're the at. dogs are at. They just they want a flag. Not it's like not that long ago. Two, it's crazy. Two, two years ago. Yeah, it's bonkers. Yeah. They won in sixteen. It's not that long ago. Yeah, twenty sixteen. It's not that long ago. And I haven't seen a team not resemble. Not seen a team that close to last flag that does not resemble the same team. Not yeah. just in well, personnel, but as you said, the, the culture and what they've stood for just had I think crumbled. The only thing I can think of in recent times that's looked like it is Hawthorne in 09, to some degree. Like that, 
They, they won the 08 flag in a bit of a surprise. They outplayed a, clearly a better team. But, yeah. but they tactically got it done. They followed instructions. They, they had a, a lot of talent, which at the time we didn't realise they had as much. So not make the eight the next year is pretty bad from Hawthorne. But they, they a lot of people have forgotten re- those years now because they went on a one Yeah, three. and then they rebounded pretty yeah, much. 10, a they were a bit better. 11, they were a lot better. That that buddy goal from the boundary against Collingwood that night. They, they yeah, had, so they, could have made a they grand should, final. They should, have, what, they should have made the grand final yeah, at 11. And then that, obviously... That, Collingwood, but not Collingwood, so, Collingwood good, were fantastic plus, that night. Yeah. That was one of the best games I've ever seen. 2012, they, they looked Obviously, a little bit better, and then 13, well, well yeah, I mean, well, a lot better, really. They, they you know, sec- should have lost a great final. Seconds away from the great final. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, and then 13, 14, 15, yeah. yeah. Who was that guy again? He went to the Suns. Don't know. They're tired. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, it's no, unfortunate. But- really, it's disappointing in lots of regards, not just the injuries, just how everything has just fallen to pieces over in the, over yeah. in the West for, for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. Uh, hopefully. Hopefully they can bring some flair and at least be competitive. Yeah, I, I'm like you. I think they're at the moment bottom four because I can't see how certainly they just don't the have eight. the they don't have the big bodies. They that, finished that thirteen, and I see them. I see that happening again. To be honest, I, I, I think it's going to be thirteen again. Off the top of my head, I can only think of two or yeah, I can only think of three teams that are in a worse predicament, personnel and cultural wise, um, than them leading into the season. So. Yeah, bottom four for me. Yeah, it's more competitive than last year. Yeah, but just yeah, just they get some other pieces back. Like they missed Easton Wood for a lot of the year last year. They missed uh, Airman Liberatore, but I mean the defense is going to be pretty good because they've the well they get Suckling back. Uh, Easton Wood will stay permanently back. Yeah, Uh, Deray will hold. Some of the responsibility. Crozier should comes lift. Back. Crozier. Yeah. Uh, Dixon as well looks yeah. looks good. Apparently English has put on a few kgs, so I saw that, he yeah. might might be a bit. Oh mate, better English than, used to call him. Yeah, oh mate, English might be a bit better in the ruck. But again, it's he's so young. And they got Deray too. I keep feeling that he. Yeah, went so Deray's going to help sort of nullify Johannesson's loss for the first few rounds. But he doesn't he doesn't get the run and dash. It's just his foot skills. So him and Suckling. Coming out of um, the back half for the dogs, at least they're going to be able to hit targets. Well, I think they should. So, as long as they can um, sort of stop the bleeding of score um, yeah. against, yeah. that that that'll be their prime prime um, thing, I would think, until they get some more personnel back. But I can't see them kicking a score. Lockie Hunter resigned. I'm looking forward to seeing people like old mate Ed Richards. He's put on a few. Uh, KG, speaking of yeah. KGs as well. And uh, Libba, our mate Libba. Our mate Libby, I think uh, Josh Shackey could be a piece. I, I mean, he was such a good junior. I mean, if they yeah. can really bulk him out and build him up, he, he could seriously be something as well. Uh, Did forget he was there, uh, to be honest. Like, so well, he, Trengrove got... as well. Like, Trengrove as well. Like, that's the thing. Like, he, he could turn into something for them too. I think he's one of the other guys who's injured though. So, he might be a little while off. Oh, no, he, yeah, he's not... I mean, for the whole year. Yeah. Wallace as well. I mean, yeah. Well, he's going to have to be leading it from the engine um, with McRae. Him, him and Libba are really going to have to take uh, lift their responsibility and, and guide this team and, and really take some pressure off... Bont because they need they will need Bont to to go forward um, and kick goals, yeah. especially if Shaki is out by himself. Um, that's too much of a heavy reliance on someone who hasn't yet to prove himself. I'm not saying he's not. I think he he's a really good player and hopefully, without Boyd, he yeah. takes that on um, in his own stride and becomes the player that a lot of people think he is capable of being. It's very hard to talk about them though because it's like like you know last year there were times. Remember that that terrible moment where they had Easton Wood playing forward and we were like what is going on down there what are they doing like this team well, that's won a, a premiership desper- desperation for scoring I guess like we're- well, it seems to be but he he, he he has no idea what he's doing he's no, a defender he's a like, defender and he's, he's pretty oh, much been a defender, defender most of but he's been a defender most of his junior career too yeah. it's not like someone like Tom McDonald who's was a forward and then they made him a back nah. and then they were like well hang on we need more scoring power and Hogan's probably going to leave that's looking back oh, course, now. That's yeah. almost certainly what happened. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That was, we, and we actually called it. You we called like, it definitely. Yeah. I definitely said at some stage. I was like, Hogan is. Well, I said for bloody twelve months, months Hogan ago, was yeah. leaving. I was well. That yeah. This, yeah. This, that was yeah. It was he was obviously going to go. Definitely. But yeah, that, that's a whole other story. But no. But ultimately, for me, you know, they just didn't look like they knew they were doing. They looked so desperate. Have, where is the depth? Come on, it's just completely. Well, and then on top of it. 
players that just have exited too. Dalhouse, you know, obviously Ruffett as well. Like these, these were premiership stars. Yeah. What's happening? Stringer before that. Oh man, Stringer as well. What is happening? Like they had such a good list and a young, awesome list, list too. At the time, it was like holy shit. This team looks like they could just go on and go on and go. On. I know their team. You hear some people saying that well, they they're you know run and gun you know, high tackle approach with that high, you know, psycho intensity can win games, but... Unsustainable. It's very unsustainable, yeah. And it's also fairly one-dimensional. But it yeah. did seem that, that that they would, you know, Bearbridge and these guys knew what they were doing and they would slightly reinvent it, but they kind of started with the same thing and it didn't work. And teams had really figured them out quite quickly and then they had a few injuries and it just the, the bloody wheels fell off. Yeah, and I can't see... I can't see them picking it up straight away because of... They're, again, they're going in with too many too many key players, too many seasoned players. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to be there for basically the best part of the first four rounds. So, and once you're that far behind, if they're let's say one and five after six rounds, to come back from that and play finals is difficult. Well, absolutely, especially as each year goes, the competition gets tighter and tighter and tighter. Which we expect it to be even tighter again this year than it was last. Yeah. So, yeah. And obviously, not all teams can go up. Well, they've got Lin Jong on the list still as well, which is good. But at the same time, does he does still he have a foot out? Well, but that's the thing. Does he? But also, does he still have a foot out the door? I mean, he, he, he toured Collingwood's facilities. Yep. Like, he was clearly wanting out. Is he part of that group that wants out? That's the thing. Like it seems. Yeah, if, if an offer well, comes to him again so this year, I don't really like saying this on, on like on, on the podcast because I, I, I it's, it's, it's a rumor. And I don't know. And, and this whole podcast, the whole point of why we did this was to talk about facts. But you do hear a lot of rumors that there are basically a couple of camps within the dogs list, and you do hear that one camp is really on board with with Bevo and thinks that he knows what he's doing and you know delivered us a flag and he's just you know just worship the ground that he walks on. Yeah. But then there's a group of people that think it was just a one-trick pony. That's what I've heard on a number of occasions. Same. And the reality is now, we, we had a bunch of people exit the club that I, I and a couple of them I know were very much in that in that latter camp. So I, I, I don't know. Like, for me, it's, it's, it's bizarre. It's a very bizarre story. And I, I think you're right. In terms of a, a drop-off like that, I mean, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty rare. That you see a drop off happen like that, and not be able to maybe like, even what? Brisbane in 05, That that definitely the wheels fell off pretty heavily there. They lost a lot, of but they lost a lot of talent. Senior, of places. That's the thing. I mean, like you can, basically every the engine comparison, room, they basically lost the engine room, and that was one of the greatest engine rooms ever. Voss, well, Lappin, let's go from Black, two thousand, right? So Akamanis, so they all sort of teetered off. Sorry, some, yeah. To some, uh, no, no. One year they lost one, and then another, and then another. So it makes it makes it difficult. And Lynch, obviously, they're up four. They lost him. Yeah. Um, but you look at it like Essendon were pretty good in two thousand and one, right? After yeah. their flag, right? Two thousand two, obviously Brisbane very good. Brisbane very good. Brisbane very good. And that you know it is what it is. Yes. Two thousand and five, definitely Brisbane fell away. Port absolutely fell away after that flag. West Coast obviously were very good the next year because they were, you know, yeah, five kick and six, no yeah. Leah Barry, they they win the grand final. Um, you know, Sydney have really Sydney Geelong have really sustained it pretty heavily, and Hawthorne obviously to for most of the time. Um, and then, but there there really isn't an example of someone completely falling off the rails like that. Geelong really sustained it. I mean, obviously they 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 won a seven. Um, you know, lost a eight, but obviously we're very close. One o nine, and as you know, you know, twenty ten. They got pounced in the prelim against Collingwood, but they were so that like prelim still up, pretty good. They've been up for so and, many and, years, and there was and now when we look back on it, there was also a lot of distress within that club around mm. Ablett and, and Mark Thompson and yeah, lots of very much Mark Thompson yeah. now. I mean, all the stuff that's come out around about him, all those rumours that you heard are, are probably true. Yeah. So that 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 I always thought at the time that was rubbish, but now I, I was naive clearly because or, or just didn't have enough information because that clearly was true, but. Yeah, you're right. I mean, the, the reality. Then the cats came back and won again, and then you know, as we know, what happens. But the, the reality is, like, you're right. Well, this it's is the, the, like it's be the, the third biggest year. jump. It's the Looks biggest like it's fall away. Be the third year. After I guess Adelaide fell away after their flags in the late nineties. Like that, that they, they still played finals. Yeah, but they didn't look very good again for quite a while. That that did fall away a fair bit. Not not, not off the cliff, cliff. from 
like that though. Yeah, no, not, said, not to the same degree. North they were still competitive. Definitely North. fell off the cliff a fair bit, but probably not as harsh as this was. Yeah, but uh, the, the, I guess the thing was like after North won that flag. So, for and example, there wasn't the mass exodus from those clubs either. Well, That's exactly, the other thing. Yeah, and in the nineties, you know, it was like when North won, you know, their flags. It wasn't like oh well. That's the thing. It wasn't like, you know, they're guaranteed to win the next year because it was like, well, there's three or four very good teams. Like yep. Adelaide could probably win it. There's a few other teams that could win it. You know, Essendon were very much rising. Yeah. You know, there was a few teams that could absolutely win it. And North Whereas, has been good. So they were sort of peaking. Exactly. No, no, no. Right near the end of a lot of those careers. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's a bit different. But now. then in 16, it was like, oh, well, you know, this, this team is so young and so, like, stacked with talent. They'd almost certainly be, you know, top three, top four again. And, mm. and, you know, to fall away like that. Yeah, it, it is incredible. Look, I, I, I really like the dogs. I, I, I like I do, the dogs too. I, I, I hope want they, them to be better. I hope they defy what I'm saying and, and do the opposite, but I can't see it at the moment. They have a once-in-a-generation player in Bontempelli, and I'll be honest, like he, I, I honestly put him that high. I think Bontempelli is an incredible player. And I see him, I, I mean, yeah, I, I actually want the team to be better. Almost purely just for the bond, just to see how good this guy can be. Because because the reality is, like you look at Fife, like he's a bloody. I mean, the crazy thing, he probably win the brown Brownlow. It's like year. it's like the Bucks but, with yeah. Um, Giannis. Yeah, they've got a good team around him, so he excels. It, it excels him and lifts it, him. Yeah. Lifts him. So I, that's on the same as you. That's why I want to see Carlton do really well with Paddy Cripps. Yeah, because he is a genuine genuine star. Like yeah. imagine seeing those two go head to head in three or four years' time when they're at the peak of their powers. Wowee. Yeah, and that's it. I mean, but it's bond, only going to happen if the clubs. Well, the bond's twenty three. Like it, it's absolutely. He's born in November too. Like it's crazy. Yeah, like, he's not turning twenty four till the end of this year. It's unbelievable. So yeah, for me, I, I think yeah, I, I want them to be better to have more talent around him, but I just don't see it happening. Yeah, and they've got to. And this year, even if they're not, if they don't play finals, they've got to show something so that they can get free agents. Yeah, or land some more senior players that are looking like. They're not going to make the cut for mm. the playing list that they're currently at. So, and Bevo is—I think he's got the type of persona and um, skateboard, skateboard and surfboard that like that that chilled out feel that some players might prefer rather than the the hard ass. Um, I don't know. Clark it doesn't work with everybody though. It doesn't work for everyone, but it might there might be some players out there that he can get the best out of. And um, look, Shaki might be a prime example. Wait and see. Oh, Shaki. It sounds like you know uh, the other thing I'd always heard as well with the dogs is Bevo's got this real policy of if you're not performing, we'll just drop you. Like almost immediately, like you don't really get much of a reprieve to try to you know build find on some something. form yeah. and all that sort of stuff and then also you know Bevo was a bit criticised recently for swapping players all over the place and not keeping them where they were and that, that I think that's a very fair criticism particularly you know look at Eastern Wood you know being moved yeah. along the ground but that said you know like I, I could be a long term fan side of it is if I'm roughhead you look at it and think well why am I why am I playing here yeah, he could never get into that. That's the thing; side. it was ridiculous, and their ruck situation wasn't very good. It wasn't no. like they had some all star just turn Didn't up. Didn't they have Lin Jong doing ruck duty playing, sometimes? They were playing English. Yeah, He's so young, and like I'm, I'm a runner, so I'm not like heavily set. But he looked like he was skinnier than me on the field. No, he was. Yeah, yeah absolutely, so. he was. But yeah, the I, I would, I, you and I both questioned it last year why Roughhead wasn't playing a game, and obviously it was internal. He left, so there's no other conclusion really that we can draw from that. Um, yeah, so but yeah, Bevo and his team have got a bit of work to do. I think mainly just getting a structure and a plan that's going to be competitive and capable of beating so many good teams. Yeah, exactly. I think so, they're good enough to beat St Kilda, Gold Coast. Probably. Carlton. Although Carlton probably push them this year. I think, I think Carlton are going to be better, but I still think they're going to be not great. Yes. But I think that will be better. Yeah. So, yeah, unfortunately for the Doggies supporters out there, for me, they are on the same trending downwards. Do you see... They're not going to finish higher. For me, not higher than last year. No, no. Do you see them going up, down, or where they were? So they were 13th. Yeah, down for me, probably, but maybe with more wins. Okay. So improve as far as wins and losses, but I, I think there's going to be teams that are much better and mm. more improved this year and will mm. win more games. So, yeah, about 14th or 15th for me. Yeah, okay. Thanks for listening, guys. That is the full uh, preview for 2019. If you want a review of last year, we've done all the episodes as well. This is more of a sort of general chat around all 18 teams. 
leading into the 2019 season, which starts next Thursday. Get excited. Wednesday night, we're going to be doing the Beyond the Game uh, video as well, which we'll put up subsequently on the audio uh, which, format here too. Which will be a preview of round one. We'll yep. do our season preview, preview of like ladders brown low, and brown lows yeah. and a bit of fun and stuff when we think Richo's no, going to be uh We picked sacked. the brown low last year, so it'll be interesting to see whether we can do it again. It's very unlikely because it was a stab in the dark, but we'll very see how good we one. go. Yeah. Uh, take care. Enjoy the Enjoy. last uh, last weekend of footy freedom, and except then, for the women. You have to tell your family to get stuffed. Yeah, that's it. Lock night. your doors. Um, don't forget to get your beer from Hopster Home. Do it. So you don't have to leave your couch. Don't miss a minute of the footy. Deliver it to you. See you later. See you guys. Cheers. Bye. Cheers.